Welcome to the Honest Recruiter podcast. Um, this session we've got um, we've got Halford Sucks, who some of you might know. Uh, I think a lot of you will know, to be fair. Um, so he's a content creator um, on Facebook. Um, I've watched him for Jesus. I've watched him for about two years, uh, maybe a bit longer. Um, and his sort of rise for that couple of years has been insane. Um, so I wanted to get him on and just have a real chat with him about what's got him into that industry how everything started, what he was doing before, and so on. So, and we've also got uh, Pud, who's his assistant, um, his pretty assistant in the corner over there. <laughs> well, um, I'm, so, yeah. I'm going to get beat for that after. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Um, <laughs> so how are you doing, guys? You all right? Yeah, I'm spot on, mate. Thank you for having us on. No, no, no. Thanks for coming on. So how did it all start? What what were you doing before streaming? Because I know you've been streaming for about three years, three and a bit years. Uh, yeah, so like, we we actually both worked together um, in site maintenance. Uh, we worked on a site and we just kind of maintained the ground and looked after everything. So there's a lot yeah, of yeah. days where uh, I think, what was I, 18 at the time, uh, in a job that I absolutely despised. Um, and, you know, more often than not, I was getting up at like the stupid hours getting home late doing like really long days coming home covered in like anything if you can imagine it i've been covered in it and i <laughs> absolutely stank of it like it doesn't matter what it is you dig deep dig deep and i can guarantee i was splattered in it at some point in the day um so it was it was pretty miserable um but i uh, i basically like my life at that point was work and then get home and ride my BMX. Um, I rode like freestyle BMX, competed at uh, a world tournament thing yep. once, once. I, I, whether that labels me as professional or not, I don't know, but, <laughs> um, so, so <laughs> no, I did win. No, I came, uh, out of the top 100 in the world, I came 55th so, or 52nd. So I'll take it. Like, you know, I in was, I was very hungover. It was at a festival as well. And I was not at peak performance. Um, and I think I ended up doing about a roly-poly about six times. And, <laughs> Get the know, excuses. <laughs> still did all right. So, you know, I'll take it. Um, but in the June, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, the June or the July of 2019, um, yeah. I broke my leg uh, riding my BMX, coincidentally. Um, took three months off of work because... It was pretty severe break. Uh, I've got a lovely ton of metal work in my leg, uh, and it's you know like something out of a horror film. It's great. Um, so I was stuck in bed for like a few months, and in that time, I really, really picked up gaming. Uh, at the time, Fortnite was massive. It was like taking over the world in terms of like gaming and stuff. Uh, and I was basically just sat in bed all day playing that, much to my despise. I was absolutely bored. <laughs> like, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of itching to get back out. Uh, I went back to work in the October and then went to ride my bike. I actually had a holiday booked to Barcelona for November, literally the next holiday. And I was a bit sort of sceptical. Um, my bike was still my life. It was all I wanted to do still. Uh, so yeah. I went, I went, you know, in, in the time that I was off work, I still rode my bike. I didn't listen to the doctors, you know, was, I, I was 18, you know, what, what, what are you going to do? Like, it's, Life's full of mistakes at that point. I rode my bike before I could walk again. It was like, definitely not a clever idea, but, you know, <laughs> here we are. Um, so I went back to work at the start of October, and uh, I tried to ride my bike a couple of times in the first two weeks of being back to work, and it didn't really go quite as I had planned. 
for whatever reason, I thought I was just going to spring back from it. I've broken so many bones in my body at this point that it was like, I'll be fine, like whatever. Um, yeah. And I got on and it was different this time. I was terrified. So I was like, I spent nine days in hospital and three months stuck in my bedroom. Like, this is not fun. Um, yeah. I was like, I don't really want to live on statutory sick pay again. Like, it was pretty miserable. Do you know what I mean? Um, so while I'd been on like my £500 a month statutory sick pay, I spent a whole month's wages of that on a gaming PC, uh, on a second-hand gaming PC, and really started to take, take it on a bit more. Um, and then in the October, like the end of October, Hood had really been pushing me. It was like, look, Char, it, it works. Like It's always funny listening to you just lose your head on the game, and you're good at the game. Why don't you just give streaming a try? I was like, ah, whatever. No, I'm not really interested. And then, obviously, as I kind of realized that, like, BMXing was more or less over for me, um, it was like, all right, fuck it. Like, let's just give it a go. I was like, even even if it's just, like, it, I only wanted it to be, like, a fun hobby to just take up my evening time so I wasn't just sitting there watching Netflix. Um, so we started it, and it was basically just me, Pud, and a couple of our friends that would sit there, and we would just play Fortnite, talk waffle, standard procedures like i had no ambitions in it going anywhere um and as i got more and more bored at work and at home i kind of started to capitalize on it as more of a not even financially just as a creative outlet like i've always been a creative person i love i love art um i love painting i love drawing I paint all the walls that are like this these are all hand painted behind me and stuff um I, I, I just love it like and so i kind of started using it as a bit more of a creative outlet because it was like I was still not really making great money at the time and all of my money was going on bills. So I couldn't like afford like art supplies or anything like that. So I was like, well, if I'm using a PC, I might as well learn a new skill and try and do it all on a PC. Right. Um, and I think that kind of was really where it set the stream apart from like a lot of others at the time. Obviously the industry back then was a lot less um, crowded in the sense yeah. of COVID brought out a lot of people who were sat at home bored and had gaming PCs and wanted to, you know, become a full-time streamer. Uh, and so obviously this was pre COVID era so it was quite quite a more of a, a bit more of a niche back then um and obviously when you then start to capitalize on that and really do things different and not just be like some geezer on camera playing a game and talking waffle like i was i was i mean we was going out and we was doing like mad mad ideas from the get-go and just doing weird i'm just known for doing weird shit right like I'm, there's no point in dancing around the topic this is what i'm what i'm good at um and so like you know yeah like i I've, Painted my face every day for about three months <laughs> with different designs just to go and sit on stream after work. I look mental. The amount of times I walked in, because it was, it was more like crayons. It was awful. Um, but the amount of times I walked in the next day, I'd have like deep, dark black eyebrows or like bright red eyebrows where I couldn't get the paint out properly. Oh, I look mental. Every time I went into work, it was just like, bear in mind, like we worked with people who were like, I don't know, average age was probably like 55, wasn't yeah. it? And they were all like proper serious like labor bods. Um, and they were all like, Every every morning I walked in there, I was the youngest in there. I mean, Pud's the second. Pud was the second youngest. He's still twelve years older than me, right? Uh, and I always used to walk in there and just to look. So I'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs> "This is life." Yeah, literally. It's like this is this is what I get up to. It's like you know, it, none of them obviously understood it because back then it was even more weird to do this sort of shit than it is now. And yeah. you know, when you're talking to like a bunch of like relatively old-fashioned blokes about it, they're just like, oh, "What the fuck are you on about?" Yeah, uh, so I, I think it definitely was a, a bit of a bizarre thing, uh, but it started. It, to, it actually started to pick up at that point, which was quite nice. And um, yeah, it's crazy that it's sort of like become a career, but like literally in the last what five years, ten it, years maybe. It didn't. I mean, thing is, this stuff barely existed five years ago, did it? No. Like no. May, maybe on YouTube, 
Um, but yeah. even then, like the money from it wasn't what it was now. You no, know, it's like, crazy. The production value was a lot more budget as well. Like, you know, I mean, I myself, yeah. like on some of our videos, we spend like maybe a grand plus on a single video. Um, and that's like low production. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. so, some of these videos are costing people tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds. And it's like, oh my God. Um, yeah. You know, it is pretty nuts. But we, uh, yeah, no, it kind of started to like grow really slowly uh, throughout the next few months. Uh, I still went to Barcelona, had a great time and then came back and like knuckled down with it a bit. We got maybe up to about six average viewers and then COVID hit. Um, <laughs> and it was like, I was making like pennies. Like it wasn't even like, it worth considering an income. Um, and I remember when the tax year ended, because obviously I was doing that self-employed, I had to try and figure out how to do the taxes. That was, that was interesting. Uh, I'd done yeah. that, and it was, like, so minimal that they just changed, like, I spoke to HMRC, and I was like, well, we'll just change the tax code for this year. Like, that's, <laughs> like, it was, it was, like, less than £600, and I was like, well, I'm not going to charge you tax, and it would change the tax code. I'm like, all right, well, well. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, COVID hit, and I was on furlough, and that was when I was like, well, I really haven't got anything else to do now. So let's, yes. let's really start to capitalize. And so I started streaming something stupid like 12 hours a day. Like I'd go live at like 3 p.m. in the afternoon and stream until 3 a.m. And oh, my God, it was the most unhealthy point in my life I've ever had. Uh, at least the game was really enjoyable back then. It's not quite it's yeah. not in the same spot it was now. And I could actually fork doing 12 hours. I loved every second of it. We'd sit at 10 viewers for the entire time. And I'd have a fucking brilliant time. Um I, I honestly think I was just pissed for most of it. <laughs> yeah. Be like three o'clock, I'm, I, I've drank about four or five energy drinks, and then it's like six o'clock comes around. And it's like, well, now the beers come out, and uh, you know that that birthed an interesting period in my life um, that maybe we'll touch on later if that's something you want to talk about. But it started yeah, to yeah. grow, um, and in the September, like early September of the first bout of COVID and such, um, I got a message through from one of my like loyal fans um the moment you're going to talk about it because it's the sort of it's the moment i would have picked out as well yeah and it was a message and i still remember reading it and it just said uh, i just want to say thank you and i was like why he goes you saved my life last night and i'm like well like talking waffle what's this all about and he goes yeah. um i was you know i was i was sat ready to ready to jump and i got the notification through from your stream and for whatever reason, I felt compelled to open that notification. I started watching your stream, and I sat there for two hours watching it until I eventually climbed down. He went, if it wasn't for you guys live, I wouldn't have been here. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like. I was like, that is some pressure and a half. Like, I was like, <laughs> I set out what we wanted to do. Like, we're helping people, and we're making yeah. people smile. We're, like, actually making a difference. And at that point, it really hit me that, like, holy fuck, I'm just some random ginger kid sat in my bedroom playing games, but we're actually, like, benefiting people. Like, we're actually doing things that, that helps people. And I think the next day, I literally rang up my boss, and I was like, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, fucking hate it there. And I think I'm actually doing something cool here. So I'm going to yeah. quit. He goes, what? He goes, where are you going to get a job? And I went, I'm not. I was like, I'm just going to try this, see what happens. And he went... Oh, you're mental. And I went, <laughs> I went, I went, I've got to try it. I went, I, if I don't do it now, yeah. it's not going to work. Like, I can't, yeah. like, they was talking about bringing us all back to work. And I was like, if I come back to work, it's not going to work out. Like, I'm finally starting to get in somewhere. 
like you could tell that the market was getting more and more saturated as well with more and more people realizing fuck i ain't going back to work for a while let's keep trying it yeah it's like exactly. i need to capitalize um and i think i made 600 pound that month <laughs> so it was, it was an interesting decision to quit my job um but that was in the september the october was even worse uh something changed on facebook in the october and i made 400 pounds and i just remember sitting there going I fucked everything up. I have no money. <laughs> this is all about yeah. to go wrong. I can barely afford to pay any of my bills because I have no savings because I'm 20 and I've spunked it all on alcohol and holidays and stupid shit that I didn't need, like computers. And it's all going wrong. And then the November, we that same month, we got a letter through or an email through from Facebook offering me partner. Yeah. Um, and I just remember he he saw the fucking email before I did, <laughs> and he rang me up and he goes. Charlie, check the page. Check the page. Charlie, check the page. And I'm like, is it gone? Like, what's going on? This is, this is uh, just open, breaking it. And I opened it up, and it was like an invitation to be a partner. And I'm like, brother, because at the time that meant everything. Like that was a that was a shift and a half to get there. Um, to go on the point, wasn't it? Yeah, there was there was no like goals or anything like there is now. It was literally just a case of they invited you if they liked what you did. And so yeah. that, like back then, it was like if you was a partner, that was like prestige. You know what I mean? Um, and so it meant a lot. Was was that before or was that after the Fend tournament? That was just before. So we actually got so we basically got the letter at the start of October, uh, like accepted it, and then there's basically there was like a month process, um, and then I think the Fend tournament uh, we got partnered on the first of November. Uh, at the end of October, like this this kind of period, a lot fucking happened all at once, right? Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> At the end of October, I posted a video, and I hadn't ever posted videos. I'd only streamed. But I posted a video because I'd got in a game. Oh, I died to two cheats in the game, and obviously cheating in Warzone, like if you played it, is a big issue, right? Um, and so we died to these cheaters, and was like, let's invite them to a game and see what they say. And they actually yeah. joined up. And so I ended up like, you know, pretending um, that we were just weirdos that was interested in the cheats, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, right, right. <laughs> the, the only bit we was pretending was about being interested in the cheats. I'm not pretending about <laughs> being a weirdo. <laughs> um, and they was chatting away with us, and it was like really fascinating. And we ended up playing a game, and I still regret it because I didn't back out before the game won. And I've got this one win on my account that had cheats involved, and I to this day it, it eats me alive. But it's like they was just killing everyone so quick that I couldn't even back out in time. Um, <laughs> but I posted that video. And it didn't really do anything until about two weeks later, around the same time we got partnered, it just blew up. It went from like 10,000 views, which was already a lot at the time for the channel, to a quarter of yeah. a million. Um, and then a week later, I won the Finn tournament. And to give you some perspective, uh, when I won the first Finn tournament, I can't say, I can't say TH, sorry, if it's, it's just... It's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I won the Finn tournament, uh, I think I peaked to 80 viewers that week. It was like a 12-hour stream. That was a long stream at the time um yeah and i peaked at about 80 viewers which was high for me anyway and i think i averaged about 25 for the entire stream but yeah. seven days later when i went back and done the next so i made a video out of that and that video just blew up straight away um yeah, yeah. done really well it was like a very cleverly way of editing it because i used his perspective because obviously he's got like a lot more followers people know his face more than they know mine used his yeah. perspective to get the initial bait on the video and like use the hook and it works really well and that video is now sitting at like 900,000 views, which like even now is still a good video for me. Um, yeah. but a week later, 
literally seven days after winning that first tournament, I went back into the second one and I went live and I went from zero viewers to 808 in the first, like, 10 minutes. And I had the viewer count hidden because I normally hide it. And I just remember unhiding it because the chat was going so (laughs) fast. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I unhid the chat and I'm like... I was like, the most we've ever had is like 150. I was like, 808 people. Honestly, I've never been nervous like that before. It was like a whole different experience. I was on like a different plane. Do you know what I mean? It was terrifying. Um, in, the, in the thinned one. Yeah, <laughs> and this was this was seven days apart. Yeah, man. You were nervous um, in the as well. And yeah. when you got stuck on that fucking buy box. Mate, that, that, was, like, that was... No way you've been glitched out of this. That, no. I mean, that was, the, that was the first one as well. And that was like, yeah. this is my first ever tournament and I'm getting shit like this happen. Like, brother, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, was- but like that... That whole, like, month-long period was, like, pretty life-changing in terms of the business. It's like we went from, um, as I said, about £400 in October to uh, I think I made just under £5,000 in the November. Wow. And that was, like, and most of that was AdRev. And I was like, I didn't even know AdRev existed. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I'm posting videos and they're getting views and I'm getting paid for it. I was like, this is brilliant. (laughs) this is revolutionary and all of a sudden i started making videos and like regularly posting like i was putting effort into them i was really enjoying it because it was like a different style of creativity to the streams i could edit out the bits that i didn't like and i didn't know anything about editing but i just watched a ton of youtube tutorials most of them were in spanish for some reason and i had to have english subtitles on don't ask me why because now there's hundreds in english but at the time it was like they're all spanish um and I learned how to edit videos, and that that is still to this day now my main source of income is videos. Um, and that was like pretty life changing because it was like, oh my god, I'm sitting here eating dinner, and I'm making money for something I did yesterday. I was like, this is yeah. fucking brilliant. I, I've, I've been doing my life all wrong. This is great. And like the growth was insane, and we was doing like ten thousand followers a month, like blowing like every single person out the water on Facebook, like, especially in the UK as well, like. Like yeah, the yeah. fastest grand partner in the UK. It was just insane to see everything just like falling together. Um, but like that, that those two months were like really rough as well because obviously COVID was really rife. Um, my granddad called COVID um, and spent a couple of weeks ill at home. And like we, you know, it wasn't unusual for him to be quite ill. He was like quite sick anyway. Um, yeah. But this was obviously like visibly worse than normal. And I just remember trying to like pull him up. And at the time, I was doing, like, a little bit of, like, gardening work on the side and stuff as well. So it's like, in between doing everything like that. And I, try, I just remember pulling him up one day. I'm like, come on, you need to get up and have a shower. I went and done some gardening that day. And I came back. And my mum, like, my mum rang me. And she was like, granddad's gone to hospital. Um, the, the ambulance has come. They don't think it's COVID. But they don't know. They want to make, take all the precautions. I just remember getting home and just sitting there crying with her. I was like, fuck, like, what's... <laughs> I'm not ready for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then... We spoke to him every day for about a week uh, and our, our next door neighbor who we're like really close friends with actually ended up in the same ward as him, also really ill. And thankfully she was allowed to see him while he was in there because otherwise we obviously weren't. So he at least got to spend it with someone that he knew. Um, yeah. And the day before he passed, she took a picture with him. Pictures up in the bathroom. Uh, he's got all the tubes in his face and stuff. I just remember seeing it like, oh, like my heart broke. Um, and then the next morning, but she got home like a couple of days before him or something. I can't, I can't remember the exact things, but she got home a couple of days before. And then basically 
Um, the nurses rang my aunt trying to because they were trying to get hold of us, but me and my mum were both like sound asleep. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. We were both just stressed. Uh, my next yeah. my neighbour came banging on the door and was like, Look, you need to you need to ring him because this is it. Um, I just remember going upstairs, sitting with my mum. And the last thing that I said to him was, um, I'm going to make this fucking work. I'm going to figure this out. And I'm going to do you proud. I was like, we're going to climb this mountain and I'm going to do it with your memory and in your honour. Uh, I love you. And 15 minutes later, he died on the phone to my mum. And it was like, it was a lot. Do you know what I mean? It was a lot because like, we, you know, we couldn't even go in and see him. I think it had been like 10 days or so that he'd been in the hospital. It was awful. Yeah. And it's like that daytime just stood still. Um, and like, uh, I mean, I'm sure it feels pretty similar if you've lost anyone. Right. But that, that man was like my everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so terrible. And it's like all the while, like I just wanted to give up at that point. Like I just wanted to sit there, curl up in a ball and just grieve. Um, yeah. But I knew that's not what he would have wanted. And with everything else going on in terms of the business and like everything starting to flourish, I was like, I can't stop. Because if no. I stop, not only have I lost someone, I've pissed away a chance of like actually making a difference. I was like, he would he'd beat the fuck out of me if I done that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, it, can you imagine his face? Like if if I gave up just because because I'd yeah. lost him, like you know, I, I can't do that. And I took that day off. And even then, like, I took that day off and I sat there with my mum for a bit and um, her sister came around and they sat there together. And I was like, I, I just, I want to be on my own. So I came, I went and sat in my bedroom, locked myself in my bedroom and I edited videos. Um, and basically just cried all day, to be honest. It was a yeah, big mess. Yeah. Uh, and the next day I went back and started streaming again. I took a day off um, and I streamed every day or I'm pretty sure almost every day, like, except maybe Christmas Day and Boxing Day up until his funeral, because like, even then, COVID, it took a month to get like a funeral done and stuff. Um, yeah. We went to the funeral, and then I took that day off, and then I went back on it. Um, and I've just, I don't know, some people, I guess, like, it's kind of hard when you grieve. I feel like everyone obviously deals with it in different ways. Um, my way was just throwing myself into my work and alcohol, which definitely not a good way of doing it, but it worked for me, I guess. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, and no, that was... That was basically how it all started, and from there it's just not stopped. <laughs> it certainly hasn't stopped either, has it? To be fair. When, did, <laughs> when did Pud get involved then? So when did when did that start? So well, Pud has always been as in uh, probably I've been here, but yeah, last, yeah. Um, two no. months ago, yeah, two months ago, I had a phone call with my accountant, and I was like how the fuck do I employ someone? Because I don't know how this works. <laughs> and he goes. Well, we'll figure it out. And we figured it all out. We figured out the kinks and everything. And I rang put up and I went, I think it's time, mate. You know what? I went, no matter noticing. And he went, are you joking? I went, look, I've got enough money that I can pay you for the next 12 months. I went, we just need to make sure that we get it up and running and it's all going smoothly for the next 12 months so we can do another 12 months and we'll just figure it out one step at a time. I was like, I don't know enough about this, but I was like, we'll give it a go. I was like, we're going to really branch out and we're going to work our bollocks off the next 12 months. I was like, if you think cutting grass and getting covered in fox poo is bad enough, I was like, I'm about to ruin your life. I was like, I'll break you down and rebuild you and you're not going to have a sleep pattern. I'm sorry, we're going in on this. I was like, 12 months, we've got to make this work and do it as, as mental as we can. So I've given him an easy first month, but now we're really getting started. <laughs> Would you say it's been an easy first month? 
<laughs> was, it's completely different to what I was doing before. Yeah. <laughs> but now getting hit with uh, all sorts of bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like a little random video bit comes to my head and I'm like, let's do this. And he's like, what? I'm like, look, I've got two whistles here. We're walking to the shops and we're getting some bread. And he goes, why? I'm like, because we're going to beat each other with bread until one of us blows the whistle. I just bought the one chip challenge. Yeah, I'm like, or I've just bought this. It's really spicy. Can you eat it for a video? He's like, why? And I'm like, why not? You eat it. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I've definitely put him for his paces so far. But um, my guts don't like you anymore. No, I've definitely churned his guts over a couple of times with some of the stuff I've made him eat. But uh, I think that I don't think he's quite ready for like what it's really like. (laughs) Because, like, when. When we get, like, a, a, a mad month, I mean, like, I will spend, like, 22 hours a day out here, and I'll be on, like, minimal... So I'll look like a zombie. Um, and, like, I can do that for, like, a week straight, and I'll do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> so... You, you mentioned a little bit um, about drinking before. Yes. Um, and a bit, sort of... Do you want to go into that a bit more? But into... I, I can touch on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think... Obviously, there's there's a like big stigma around like addiction, especially like business as well. Like, I don't I don't think business people like to admit that they have problems. Uh, yeah. Very like on the surface, perfect. So you scope it even it's like everyone's everyone's got got their skeletons right. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine was mine was alcohol, very badly alcohol. Obviously, we all we all we all drank a bit too much over lockdown. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think my life didn't really change after lockdown. Uh, if anything, it just kind of stayed the same except i was in more of a worse mental state because obviously i'd lost my granddad and it's like yeah. when so i was drinking a lot through lockdown anyway and just pretty much getting pissed up every day because i was bored or just screaming it was fun um and yeah. then obviously i lost my granddad and i started drinking as coping uh it's like a coping mechanism yeah um and I, I was a good alcoholic like i didn't just get pissed and sit and sit down and watch telly like i got pissed and edited like hundreds of videos so it was brilliant like i'd sit there till like four o'clock in the morning just with a case of Stella next to me and Premiere Pro open editing videos. It was like, ah, this isn't a problem. Why does it matter? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then as the world started to open back up again, and I realized that it wasn't normal to be getting battered seven days a week. Yeah. Um, we was sort of going out and like, we'd, we'd go out and do things. And when we hit 100K, it was a bit of an eye-opener for me. Um, yeah. So I hit 100K and I said to Pud, um, I was like, right, let's go out, the four of us. We'll go out the shards. We'll get a couple of drinks. I was like, it's all on me. I was like, I've saved up for this. It's time for us to enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? I was like, let's have a good night. So we went to a bar at the Shard. I spent like 250 quid on the drinks downstairs. And then we went upstairs. Got like, I barely even remember it. I just remember going to the toilets, looking at the urinal. And I was like, oh my God, I can see the entire London while I'm having a piss. This is brilliant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, then in the restaurant upstairs, it's like all four of us had Wagyu steaks. Uh, like all the all the work, so like, you know what it's like. Uh, it's like in a shot, it's obviously costing an arm and a leg. I just remember waking up the next day, I'm like, how the fuck did we get on? Because we took my car, and I definitely didn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I just woke up, and I was like, how between my legs? I like, definitely upset everyone. And I checked my bank balance, and I upset myself when I checked my bank balance, and I'd spent a grand and didn't remember spending a grand on food and booze. And I was like, maybe I should probably take this as a bit of an eye opener. Maybe this is. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, Maybe this is like, you know, the fact that I can afford to do it now, whereas like I couldn't afford to do it like a year in advance. Like, like mm, maybe I should probably like listen to the fact that if I'm freely spending a grand when I'm pissed, it's probably a problem. Um, so I was like, mm, let's stop. Uh, and I knocked it on the head and went sober. 
um, which was that, that quickly. Just decided you were doing it. Yeah, I just I just made the decision that day, and it was fucking brutal. <laughs> it was terrible. Like I have a very 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 addictive personality. Like yeah. if I if I enjoy something, that becomes my life, and it will be all I do. Um, yeah. And normally it was just work and drink. And because I didn't drink, I then threw myself even more into work. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure most of the workaholics that listen to this will understand is terrible for relationships. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when you when you lock yourself in an office for every waking hour of the day and ignore everybody unless it's to do with business, that's incredibly bad for the people around you. Yeah. Um, and that kind of became my coping mechanism then. Um, and I realized that that was just as unhealthy because I was pissing everyone off around me for different reasons now. Um, and it was like, mm, maybe at some point I really need to sort myself out. And I was like, oh, like I'm getting fat as well. Or I was fat. I was like 18 and a half stone. Um, and I was like, hey, I was like, this is terrible. Like I'm still walking with a limp three years after breaking my leg. So I need to sort myself out. Um, and so at the time I was filming a video series called Warzone in Weird Places where we just took my laptop and I just played Warzone in the most bizarre places I could think. I was yeah. like, fuck it, my mate's got a treadmill, I'm going to do it on his treadmill. So I jumped on his treadmill and started playing Warzone. And I got a win, and I was like, oh, this was easy. I was like, this was quite fun. It was a bang of video, I was like, I had a great time doing it. And I said to him, I was like, do you reckon, yeah, I could do that and do a marathon? And he went, no chance. <laughs> I went, why not? He went, it's just not a chance. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I rang Pud. So I rang Pud, and he was like, brother, what are you doing? It's half ten, I'm going to bed. And I'm like, I've just won a game of Warzone, on Nick's treadmill. <laughs> do you think I can do it and do a marathon and we'll live stream it? And he went, fuck off, child, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, fine. So the next day I came in and started to figure out the, like I woke up and started figuring out the logistics. Um, started putting it all into practice. Um, came up with a whole video series for it. Uh, started speaking to people who had done marathons. And I was like, ah, fuck the physical part. I'll just do a marathon from research instead. That'll, that'll work. And then I was like, I was like, Pud, book off the 6th of January. Make sure you're not working. He was like, why? I was like, because we're doing something. He goes, what are we doing? I was like, I'll tell you later, later, because you're not going to want to do it. He goes, oh, for fuck's sake. So I went and measured out like a stretch of, um, stretch of path in, in Whitstable. And we started, I was like, yeah, this will do. Cal- calculated that I had to run up here, run up and down it like 107 times or something stupid like that. Uh, and I was like, right, Pud, we're doing a marathon. He goes, wait. I was like, well, me, you just got to film it. He goes, right. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to change shoes every two miles. And he goes, why? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I think it would just be better for the video. <laughs> it was it was the 6th of January on a fucking beach. It was in the south, of, really in the south of the UK. <laughs> but I think that kind of put me on a track to, like, get myself free from alcohol because it was like alcohol led to a work addiction or, like, even more of a work addiction, which then led to a gym addiction, which yeah. I think is ultimately probably the most healthy out of all three of those. Um, and so I kind of substituted alcohol for work and then worked for gym. And now I've lost, uh, four stone over four stone. Um, mm. I've completed the marathon on a treadmill. I've done what I set out <laughs> to do. Um, I've got more planned. I'm doing like a tough mother in a less than three weeks to, to make sure I'm not busy on that day. Um, <laughs> Booked it months ago and I forgot. Um, and like a bunch of other shit. And like the alcohol thing for me, like really became a struggle when like difficult shit happened. Like, yeah. um, 
I know I mentioned to you on the phone before this. Obviously, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I know I mentioned like some of the shit that's going on, and that yeah. that has kind of put me in a bit of a blender with it all. Um, and that weekend, I did cave, and I had a couple of beers. I've managed to keep it under control, which was surprising because I thought I would end up getting shit faced and falling in a bush. Um, but I've kept myself clean since then, so I'm not. I, I would have been uh, nine months sober. Uh, next weekend um but you sadly, I, made, I, I made it to eight months as no would it have been nine months or ten oh, fuck would have been like nine or ten months this month um i made it to eight months before i caved which i was relatively impressed with um <laughs> but i'm, I'm but back i'm that. back sorting myself out now like yeah it's the, the last month has just been nothing but stress like we've had the new company take over launching another company and putting all this behind the scenes and stuff like that training put on how to do everything um and like a bunch of other shit that i can't say that has yeah. just been like stuff that i never thought i'd have to deal with and has been awful <laughs> so it's been like the last month has been nothing but like i've had covid in, in amongst all of that as well it's been like oh fucking hell does it ever end please i think there's a light at the moment but i don't know <laughs> hopefully by the end of this week i'll at least it'll either be a even darker tunnel where it'd be some light, so hopefully we'll see. Man who doesn't leave his office catches COVID. Yeah, leave him. <laughs> I'll, I'll go away for the first time in three years. I'll go to Spain for like four days, come back, and I've got Rona. It's like, yeah, fucking brilliant. <laughs> first time I've left my, left my office in like two years. Like, yeah, nice. <laughs> um, talk to me about Thing, because I saw your announcement the other day yes. on Facebook. So, yes. um... so I have worked with those since... Uh, well, about the same time that everything blew up. Um, yep. I was, I had a, uh, once again, back on addiction for me, a cr- rippling caffeine addiction. Um, yep. And I would drink uh, probably five or six monsters a day. Too many. Yeah, Jeez, which yeah. is not only expensive because it was like £12 a day on monster, uh, but also like it definitely gives you a good old liver a kick. Um, yeah. and, and everything else, like honestly, it's, Awful. Um, uh, another thing that contributed to the massive weight gain uh, was yeah. my poor diet at the time of monster and chocolate. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, uh, I try. I tried some of the other ones that I just couldn't get along with. I was like, this powder stuff is bullshit. I, was like, I don't like yeah. it. It's like it tastes powdery. It, it don't work. Like I'm still drinking monster with it anyway. And then, um, so my business partner, now business partner Ash, uh, reached out to me at the time. Never knew who it was. Didn't know who the company was. And he was like, oh, look, we're, we, we do this. And I'm like, listen, I've tried all this bollocks in the past. I was like, I'm not interested. Yeah. And he goes, no, no, just trust me. He goes, please listen to me. He goes, I know I'm just a stranger to you. But he goes, I genuinely believe that, like, this is the best. And I'm like, everyone says that shit. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll interrogate you. Fuck you then. <laughs> so we sat there on the phone and we must have written about 20 questions, right? Like, really in-depth questions. Everything you could think to ask. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was Googling things to ask him. You know what I mean? But I was like, I'm going to put this geezer under the spotlight and I'm going to make him crack. Because I was like, the second he gives me an answer I don't like, I'll tell him to do one. Um, and he answered everything. He didn't even bat an eye. Like, he was brilliant. And I was like, fucking hell. I was like, either this guy is desperate for me or the product's actually good. So I'm like, look, send it out to me. Like, I'll try it. If I think it's shit, I'll tell you it's shit. If I like it, then I'll, you know, we'll, we'll work together. Yeah. Um, and he sent me out three tubs. And this was over Christmas as well. So this was a particularly interesting time. Because, I, uh, you know, Christmas is like 
a weird time for me because it's just it was like the first Christmas without my granddad, all of that sort of stuff, and it was like if I don't have enough caffeine in me now, like this is this will be breaking point. I'll be fucking running away. <laughs> and uh, so he sent it out to me, and I was like, right, let's give it a go. So I was like, I'll give it a week, and if I if I crack and I have a monster, or I'm a nasty asshole because I've not got enough caffeine in me, then I was like, it's not for me. Um, and I was still drinking quite a lot of them to keep it up, but it was definitely fewer than Monster, and I actually felt better than drinking Monster because it's like it's, yeah. it feels like you're just drinking juice. Like my yeah. teeth didn't feel like they were rotting away in front of me and that sort of stuff. But like, oh, that's brilliant. Um, and so after a week, I was like, I actually quite like it. I was like, let me continue, like let me run the rest of this dry, and then I'll go back to Monster and I'll see what I feel like on Monster. Yeah, it was like all right. So I spent. I think they ended up lasting me like two or three weeks. It was a different concentrate back then as well. So you needed to have a little bit more per serving. Um, yeah. And then I basically bled it dry, went back to try a monster. I was like, wow, I feel like shit. I was like, my guts are turning. My teeth feel like they're rotting away. I was like, yeah, I've never actually realized how bad monster really was. But the second I was drinking it, I was like, you just, you can feel your sh- the sugar taking over your body. I was like, oh, mate. <laughs> So I, I rang him up and I was like, look, Ash, I was like, I like it. Let's figure out a deal. And we figured out a deal and we started working together. Uh, we had a really good couple of months in sales. Like, it was literally more or less a brand new company. Um, and like, it was really good. Everyone that, everyone that bought it absolutely loved it. We didn't have a single negative review. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, let's keep it going. Uh, and I started building a really good relationship with him. And I was like, I'll be honest with you, Ash. I was like, the product's really a big market shit. He goes, what do you mean? I was like, I just think it's ours. I was like, the website looks like it was made by a toddler. I was like, let's, let's fix it. He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, just give me creative control and let me do it. He goes, how much do you want for it? I'm like, nothing. I was like, I like the product. I was like, why would I charge you for it? I was like, just let me help. He goes, really? I'm like, yeah, not everyone's an arsehole. I was like, come on, Ash. And he goes, oh, okay. And so I, I, I worked with a web designer. We've redone the whole thing. I've done a bunch of graphic work for it. Still worked great, but it was like, given my limited knowledge of anything, I was like, it'll do um and it it worked we saw an uptick in sales uh we saw an uptick in like growth and everything like that i was like fucking hell i'm a genius <laughs> and uh so we <laughs> listen you you do the website thanks so right? <laughs> and we um you know we started working together a lot more closely and i was like oh this is nice this is a nice bloke um you know he was talking a lot more like working on the projects a lot more and like i was like look can we develop a flavor but yeah um, and now that I know how much money that flavor cost to develop, I was like, fuck, he really took a risk doing that with me. Cause that's, that's expensive for a small company. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like throwing money into a, into a, some random internet geese that looks like Austin Powers to give him his own flavor. <laughs> like that, that's, that's a big risk. And now that I know, I appreciate it even more because yeah, yeah. fuck, he really did invest in me. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so I was like, I appreciate that. And he, he stood by like every project that I wanted to do was constantly giving us like products for giveaways, wanted to help us grow as much as he, you know, he wanted to grow the company himself. I was like, I like this. I was like, this is a really nice dynamic. I was like, the product's really good. Like I swear by it. Um, we worked on like bettering all the formulas and everything else together. I was like, mate, this is brilliant. I was like, this is all I could have asked for from a sponsor. It's the only long-term sponsor I've ever had. It's the only one that I want. I'm not interested in working with any other companies at this point in time. Like, unless it's for like events or things like that, but like long-term sponsors, I just feel like it ends up becoming such a shield, but like I didn't yeah. need to shield this because the whole sale was just literally the product is good. Like that's yeah. all I needed to say. I was like, I've like, this is it. Like 
I believe in this product. Like I genuinely do. Like I'm yeah. not getting paid to say this. I was like, I genuinely believe in it. I think it's brilliant. And they're like, all right, we'll try it. And everyone that tried it was like, wow, no, you're right. Like it is brilliant. And I'm like, I'm fucking lie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not going to sit there and lie because all you have to do is try it. And if you shit, then you tell me I'm a liar. So it's like, why would I lie about it? I was like, you know, <laughs> I think it's brilliant. And I was, you know, we started working together more. Uh, we actually started another company together as well, uh, which okay. is a, a, an e-liquid company um, for like vapes and stuff. Uh, and that's getting ready to launch in a couple of months. Um, and he was like, look, do you want to come on board as a director? And I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes, like, own part of the company. And I'm like, no, nah, not really. He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, would I want to do that? And he goes, why would you not want to do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't really want the tie. I was like, it don't really interest me. I was like, got enough shit going on. I was like, I don't really care. But like, no, I'm just happy to help. Pack on, do your thing. Like, as long as you keep paying me what we what what our deal is, I don't really give a shit. And he was like, "Are you okay? <laughs> I was like, Are you right?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I just can't be asked about Ash." I was like, "I'll be honest." I was like, "I've got enough shit going on." I was like, "I don't whatever." I was like, "Pack on, <laughs> do do what you want." I was like, "I don't really want to be a director." I was like, "I can't be asked." Like honestly, and he goes, "Mate, you're mad." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, about six months after, I sat there and I'd been thinking about it a bit. And I was like, oh, I really want to start branching out from just creating content because, like, I'm more than just the geezer who sits there and plays Warzone. And I was like, yeah. fuck it. Ash, listen, I've thought about it. And I'm sorry I said I don't care. I do care. Make me director, please. <laughs> and, um, sorry, Ash, I love you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they gave me 33% of the company and we now own a third of the company each. I don't know if that's a normal thing to tell people how many shares in the company you have, so you may have yeah, cut yeah. that out. Nah, you can cut <laughs> um, And so, yeah, we own, we own, we each, all three of us own a third of the company um, and all separate the different tasks and stuff. I obviously do, like, all the social aspect and, like, run all of that. Uh, Ash does, deals with all the product in and everything like that. And then Danny, who is his missus and the other co-owner, deals with basically keeping stock up to date, doing all the shipping and stuff. Uh, so it's literally, like, a three-man band. We... Uh, as part of PUD working for me, he does some of the social media stuff for us as well. Uh, yeah. Just because it's like I'm I'm paying him anyway, so it's like you know, crack on and do these bits for me while you're if if you're in between jobs and yeah. you know. So between Makes the four sense. of us, we we run it all and it it seems pretty smooth. We've been doing that for like the last month, and then obviously I was like, it's time that we announce it. Um, let's see. So we announced it. The reception was brilliant. Everyone's like really really pleased. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's been good so far. So I it's nice. The holds. Yeah, it, it is nice though because I mean I watch a couple of different streamers and I've seen. All right, I'm not going to call anyone out, but I've seen it in the past where they'll have they'll go through sort of five or six different different products that are the same product really. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, bro, you're not selling it anymore. Like the first one, maybe I'll try it, but then yeah. when you've done that many, it's a bit. You know, I think you just... as a creator, like loyalty to a brand is really important. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, not just dipping away for the first chance of sales. Like a year ago, I got offered like a pretty decent settlement, like a, a pretty decent sum from a different drink company. Yeah, I didn't want to take it because I was like, I don't, I've tried your product, I didn't like it. Why would I? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're offering me more money. I'm not interested. So yeah. I stayed, and 
that's it. Like the rest is history. It's like I wouldn't wouldn't part on the company now. Like I still, you know, I was, I've, I've already said to the other two, I was like, I don't want to take dividends. I was like, let's just reinvest everything for the first couple of years. Like let's really yeah. be, let's really do this. Like I genuinely believe this will be a brilliant company if we just if we work out bollocks off for it. Like yeah. you've got what you bollocks off, right? And I was like, let's let's do it. Like let's let's make it let's make it brilliant. Like you know, we've all got our main jobs and our main companies. Why do we need to take from this? Like, let's reinvest it. Let's invest in creators. Like, I was like, what you done for me when I was smaller and that trust and that money that you put into me and, you know, the, the investment that you made into me as a person and as a creator, I want to replicate that. And I want to do that yeah. with other creators because I know what it's like to be on that, like in, in the pit and not knowing what you're doing. And sometimes just having like a company back you. And like, even if it's not for like loads of money, because we are, it's obviously still a small company. We don't have loads of money to throw at loads of creators, but like, it's a creator-run company. Like I literally, yeah. like I've I've been there. I've come from nothing, and I've got to where I am. Like I know how to do it, and I can help people do it. And it's like you know, if you're if you're a part of the company, I want to want to help you with that, right? And I've spoken to a couple of creators about doing it as well. Um, I already helped like a handful of my pals who are creators as well, and like helping see them optics, which is brilliant. Like I love doing that. Yeah, man. What's the future for you then? What's the future for Halford Socks? Halford Socks as a brand uh, in question at the moment but we'll see how we go with that um, I've always wanted my brand and my personality to be uh, about helping people Yeah. Um, I've always wanted it to be more than just like oh let's line my own pockets let's buy a nice car let's you know yeah. let's, let's wear fancy shoes like, I have no interest in any of that stuff like I've got an ass off this and I'm happy with that because it's where I spend all my time like <laughs> I don't, don't, don't really need much else um, you know like a lot of a lot of what we what we do is uh, around focusing around like the next big project, and the yeah, next yeah. big project is always how can we one up what we did last time in order to scale it and help more people. Yeah, exactly. um, and the first thing that we did was uh, small scale, but I hold so dear to my heart. It was like I would say it was probably a pretty life changing day when mm, that was like that. that was when I realised that like. Yeah, this is what we need to do more of. We um, basically, uh, now a really close friend of mine who I had no idea who he was at the time, reached out to me and was like, look, there's this young lad who watches you. And I was like, fuck, that's not probably a good thing. I swear to you, but okay. <laughs> and he was like, he's just, he's just been uh, let out of hospital after um, battling cancer. He's, he's 12 um, and he, he loves streamers and he loves watching you. Is there any chance you could send him a video like, te- like wishing him well? And I'm like, all right. I don't really know what to say. I was like, hiya, Jake. I hope you're well. Congrats on... Uh, it was the most awkward thing I've ever done because I'd never done it before and I honestly felt so out of touch. Like, I'm terrible with people. So it was a bit like, I don't know what to do here. Just don't swear. <laughs> well, we've nailed it. Um, <laughs> and uh, so that video got sent off. And then actually a few days later, I ended up... Uh, so Dan, the guy that reached out to me about it, I ended up killing him in game. And I saw that he had Facebook in his clan tag. And his DEFCOM, like, you could just tell he'd had a day of bad games. Uh, like, his DEFCOM was, oh! And I was like, hey, this guy's streaming. I was like, I want his fucking perspective. So, like, I finished my stream. I edited my video. went and got his perspective. And I dropped him a message and just said, yo, because uh, obviously it was a, a, under a different name, under his gaming page. And I was like, yo, uh, I don't know if you know who I am. Uh, like, my name's Alfred Sarks, like, blah, blah, blah. Is it cool if I use your perspective for my video because I killed you earlier? And he was like, brother, you've done that video for me the other day. I'm like, what the video? Alcohol, Charlie. Alcohol. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Every lost mate is come on, I drink too much. You got to be a bit more specific than that. And he was like, um, oh, that video for for Jake, the young lad. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I started asking him questions. Like, How is he? Like, like, you know, how's everything going? The more he told me, the more invested I got in it. And I was like, oh, brother. But I was like, we've got to do more. I was like, yeah, get him in for some games um, next Sunday or something like that, whenever you're both available. Um, and so they jumped in for some games. And or just before they jumped in for some games, I turned around to Dan. And I was like, how big is into it? Is he like, what's he play on? I was like, I'll get him a new Xbox or something. I just can't do that. I was like, of course I can do what I want. Like, I want to buy a kid an Xbox, I'll buy a kid an Xbox. He goes, you've never met him. I'm like, why do I need to meet people? I just want to help him out, right? He's a good kid. Um, I couldn't get an Xbox or a PS5 anywhere. So I was like, look, I was like, Dan, we've got 10 minutes before I go live. Do me a favor, ring his mum. He goes, well, I was like, ask her if she minds if I buy him a computer. And he was like, what? I'm like, yeah, 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 just ask her. And he goes, brother, I'm like, Dan, I've got 10 minutes before I go live. Stop fucking about and just ask her. And he goes, all right, all right, all right, all right. So I rung her up and he came back and he goes, she's in tears. And I'm like, is that good or bad? And he goes, <laughs> he goes well, I don't think she's going to say no. And I went, yeah, fine, we'll sort it out. So I mentioned it at the start of the stream. I was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, this lad that we're coming on today, I was like, I think I'm going to buy him a PC, like, treat him like he's been through shit. Everyone's like, do a GoFundMe, do a GoFundMe so we can do it. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I set GoFundMe up and we raised two and a half grand. Um, and I met some brilliant people doing all of that. Like, uh, the guy that does all of my PCs now, that's how I met him. Uh, very, very talented guy when it comes to IT and stuff. Um, I met Dan through all of that and, like, a bunch of other people that are just really, really nice, and they've helped me with so many other things since. And they're all, like, all really good people as well. They all yeah. want people to do, like, to help people and, like, to do well. And it's yeah. like, that's fucking, like, I love that. Do you know what I mean? Like, surround yourself with people that are like-minded. Yeah. And, like, yeah. meeting people like that, it's just, it's like, yeah, this is sick. Um, so we basically spent, like, two and a half grand on this PC. And I think I spent about two grand of my own money buying, like, um, monitors, keyboard, mouse. Or we got get the keyboard and mouse gifted and a couple of other bits gifted. I got like a chair, things like that. So we could have them like all properly set up, uh, like hoodies, things like that. We wanted it to be like a full day. Uh, I worked a lot with his mom, like he didn't get a date. Uh, and we rocked up to his house, made sure his mom had him out. Uh, and we sat there and we live streamed it from my phone. Um, I just remember it's surreal. because I was like, fuck it, I've never done a stream from my phone. And we had like over a thousand people sitting there watching us surprise him. Yeah. Um, and then we filmed it all as well, and we got a video out of it, and it was it was beautiful, man. Like, uh, yeah. like his face. We then stayed there for like a good portion of the day, built it all with him, uh, got to sit there and like chat with him and like film film some bits with him and his parents. And it was like, man, this is this is this is something special. Do you know what I mean? I was like, this is what I, I love doing this. I was like, I, yeah. that's it. Like that something clicked, and I was like, we've got to do more. And um, obviously, it was like difficult because it was like I don't have two grand to throw projects every month. I was like, fuck, what do I do? I don't want to do GoFundMe's every month as well because it's like I kind of need the donations from my audience to help fund my being able to do anything. So I was like, yeah. fuck, this is a sticky spot. So I was like, okay. So we took some time back. We, we took a step back. I really focused on like videos and stuff, um, doing like the odd like smaller charity event here and there. Like we do just like random fundraisers for the day. Like one of my favorite ones was like one day I went live on a Friday, which I don't normally do. I was like, fuck it, 1v1 me for money. Like if, if I win... I'll PayPal you 20 quid. If you win, you don't have to do anything because I can't force you to do anything, but make a donation to a charity. Yeah. I was like, on, on, on our behalf. And, mate, they fucking loved it, didn't they? We went, we was live for about five hours, one v one in people. We ended up, right, we, everyone was just sending it to me and was like, yeah, yeah, look, you take the money and then donate it. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I think we done like $800. And I was like, this was like the spur of the moment. <laughs> I'm talking waffle and just, Sniping my 
started <laughs> my supporters on Rust. I was like, this is brilliant. And just little things like that. Oh, it's so much fun, man. And like, it, you know that it's going to good places. Um, and so like, I've been to schools a lot this year or a couple of times this year um, and done like speeches in schools. Um, I went into a, um, a college in Crawley, Crawley, Croydon, Croydon. Uh, and done like done a lesson with them. I've been into um, a school. I can't remember where it is. Where was it? Sittingbourne. Sittingbourne. I went to a school in Sittingbourne that have like a, a dedicated section for uh, young adults with learning disabilities. Yeah. That are, like trying to like doing an employment course to like help them transition from like a school life into more of a working life. That was amazing. That was that was really cool to do. Um, and like you know a couple of other bits. Like it's it's brilliant, man. Like it's it's. And it made me realize as well that sometimes helping people isn't always about money as well, which I think no. a lot of people are just like, well, just donate to a charity. It's like, brother, you can do so much more than that. Yeah, time. Time's way yeah, more. Yeah, time, time is worth more than anything else. Do you know what I mean? It's like sometimes just going in and sitting and chatting with people for an hour is brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. So, you got anything else lined up charity-wise? Oh, I've spoken about it once, and this is... <laughs> I'm going to talk about it now because I'm going to do it. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Well, I've if you wanna, put that, I've put it out, I'll put it out there because I want to do it. And I will, I will fucking do it. And this at least holds me accountable, right? Uh, <laughs> I want to walk from Land's End to John O'Groats across the span of a month. It will be just over a marathon every single day if I go the short route. Um, and I want to live homeless in that time and daily vlog the entire thing, raising money for homeless shelters uh, throughout the UK. Um, okay. That's next, I think. So you're going to, so you're going to sleep rough. You, you're going to do yeah, it. Instead. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the way that I'm going to do it, because obviously like there's, there's inherent risks with that, especially when mm. you're walking around with like camera gear and you're daily vlogging. There's a lot of people that don't like me anyway. So <laughs> there are, there are inherent risks that we're going to have to have buffers on the videos so that, like, they're a few days behind, so that you don't necessarily know my exact location. Yeah, but also, you. we're going to do things like, you know, open it up so that if people recognize me um, and they, you know, I think we're going to go along the route of, like, if you see me, give me stuff, basically. And I will only survive <laughs> off of what my audience members that recognize me give me. Okay. Um, uh, I think that definitely makes the spin harder but I also think it really builds like a community effect around that as well, which I really like the idea of. And I also don't think that that's really something that's been done. Um, and no. I kind of like that spin on it as well. Um, obviously, there's 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 so many logistical things that come with this. I said to put this morning, I was like, look, I've been putting some balls in motion. Would you, <laughs> would you, because he's been away for a week. I was like, would you uh, leave the, your wife and kids for a month and uh, travel up the country with me editing videos and... Uh, sleeping in a van and he was like what and I'm like, yeah i was like i've been working on it and it is doable but i was like it's gonna be a fucking nosebleed it's not gonna be easy and i was like realistically you're just gonna have to accept the fact that you're not going home for a month and he was like oh <laughs> it, was just, it, was just, it was just like a really deep sigh first thing in the morning and i was like yeah now the real work begins, bitch. <laughs> it's not me you got, got convinced. Yeah, it should be fine. I'll pay you extra that month. <laughs> but no, obviously, like, there's, there's a lot of things that come with that because, A, it's not fair on on me turning around to put and saying, like, up and fuck off for a month. Because he's got kids, he's got a wife, he's got responsibilities. I don't, I kind of just mince about and do what I fancy. Um, so, like, obviously, I want to compensate him as best I can for that. I want to try and pay him, like, a 
shit ton of money because he's basically going to be working 24 hours a day for 31 days because uh, it's going to be the stress of editing all the videos plus being on call because if something goes wrong with me I'm going to have to ring him and be like you got to come and save me please help me <laughs> do you know what I mean so there's obviously inherent risks of everything uh, and a lot of logistical logistical problems we'd have to buy a couple of new bits of equipment that would probably amount to a few thousand pound as well so it's like you it's know. a lot a lot of risk at the moment You'll also be off stream and not working for a month. Yeah, so we're going to have like a significant um, decrease in revenue as well. Yeah. For, for, for something that is ultimately probably going to cost me like 15 to 20,000 pounds to do in order to raise as much money as possible over the month, like and do it properly, um, we would be losing like a full, a full month's income as well, other than what we make through the YouTube videos. I mean, I want to do like real live streams on Facebook as well because I can do them from my phone while we're traveling and stuff. Yeah. Um, which would maybe make up some of the income, but nothing like what we would normally be making on there. So it would be definitely be an interested, uh, interesting way of doing everything. You don't do but things like this, yeah. I, I don't like to do things in halves. No, so if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go fucking full hog, right? There's no point <laughs> in doing half house job. <laughs> so the aim of it really is you, you want to attract enough attention for them to donate to you or to, for them to donate to a, donate to, to a charity. But yeah, 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 do it like via. So, yeah, we, we'd either do like um, a GoFundMe again, um, because that's what we did for the marathon charities. Um, we'd done a GoFundMe because I wanted to do two, and yeah. I couldn't, none of the platforms allow it to just go into one pot and then split. Yeah. So, I was like, fuck, it all has to go to a GoFundMe, and then I have to withdraw it, and then I have to split it. So, there's obviously like unfortunate platform fees that come with that and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, I think this time I'm probably going to focus on one platform. And raise it through Facebook and YouTube because that'll be the two platforms I'm making the content on. Uh, raise it through them because they actually don't take fees out of their charity. Uh, there's no fees on that. All, all the money that's donated actually goes directly to the charities. Right. Um, so I would probably just pick a singular uh, shelter um, and do it straight through that. Right. Okay. So, so when, when are you going to be thinking of doing this? Uh, this bit I'm not holding myself accountable to because there is there is so much risk and so much everything that needs to go into this. Like this is easily the biggest thing I've ever done. Um, I thought the marathon was big. This is even bigger, and it's still kind of a bit of a daydream at the moment. Um, I want to do it in December. Um, <laughs> right. But not only then am I taking put away from his wife and kids. Uh, for a month, I'm also doing it over Christmas, which is definitely not very nice. Yeah. Um, so, and then obviously the inherent risk for me and my health sleeping rough is also a lot worse. Uh, yeah. And I also don't, I just don't think it's going to be ready to do by December. Yeah. Um, because I'm basically going to have to save every fucking penny that I make to be able to afford to do this. <laughs> um, so, you know, a little bit like <laughs> scary. Uh, so I think we might end up it, it honestly depends. With a lot of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes at the moment, there might be something that happens that just makes me turn around and say, fuck it, we're, we're going away from it. Come on, chop, chop. Take bag, let's go. Um, it, depending on how certain things pan out, it could it could very well be Monday. <laughs> 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 but we'll see, I guess. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm all for a bit of spontaneity and... Uh, when better than the present, right? But I think realistically, if I want to do it properly, it's probably going to be more like early next year, like maybe February, March time. So at least then it's not quite as dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, yeah. you'd be away from your birthday. Lovely though, wouldn't it? Like, nice and warm. Yeah, that's yeah, no, too easy. Warm? 
I'd rather walk in the cold than in the sky. If you'd have made me walk a marathon in 40 degree heat last week, I, 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 I would have just curled up in a ball and cried. Yeah. Yeah. would have done it here with the aircon on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know when I'm going to do that. Yeah. I just know that I've got that itch now and I can't scratch it, so I'm going to do it. So you're going to be doing it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so you're going to need help from, obviously you're going to need people to donate and stuff, but with um, with this going out on LinkedIn, there might be support from businesses. If there's any equipment that you need to, even if you need to lease it and hire it and just give it back or whatever. A van um, would be nice or like a camper. A so that we haven't got to pay for hotels and you can live out of a camper. That'd be sick. A camper. Um, Right, yeah, right. Or, or even just a van that you don't mind us putting a bed and a desk in the back. Okay. He can't be picky. He's, he <laughs> don't have a choice. So, <laughs> I'll be sleeping in a bush. So, you know, a van actually sounds like luxury, right? Um, or just a big you know, <laughs> Yeah, big, Yeah, maybe I had an estate. I slept in the estate loan. So it's fine. It's safe-ish. Um, <laughs> Someone's on the first day donates to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like obviously you know there's there's like massive sponsorship opportunity there as well like we yeah. we, we accepted sponsors with the uh with, with the marathon thing that we done it made national news um <laughs> reached hundreds of thousands of people on facebook and all the rest of it i have like full breakdowns of it if companies are interested in looking and obviously this is going to be even bigger um the whole point in this is is that the theory behind it is like a, a viral theory that's just going to it's not been done. It's yeah, of absolutely fucking nuts. I've got a community of people that I'll just get to spam the news outlets. <laughs> so, you know, like hopefully there's there's enough there's enough room there for for like some big big uh, like view time and opportunities because obviously if we can actually like get some really good videos out of it, then we might actually make some of the money back ourselves as well. But obviously there's plenty of like sponsorship opportunity there, whether that be immediately to the charities. Whether that be to help fund the logistics of this, do you know? What yeah, I, mean? I was going to say it, it does the right thing as well. It draws interest into those charities. It draws it draws the right thing. Sounds uh, mental, but it, <laughs> but it sounds good. I'm I'm all for doing things that everyone says is mental. No one said I'd do the marathon, and I've done that. So it's like, yeah, everyone says I can't do this, so now I've got to do it. <laughs> Never tell half the tucks you can't do something. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go out of my way to do it in the most fashionable way I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> right so we've done we've how long we've we done we've done just over an hour now um so i i end every sort of podcast with with one question um mm -hmm. so it's what's the one main thing in the world or in business or in your you know in streaming and what you do what is the one main thing that really pisses you off and you would change like in a heartbeat stupid questions <laughs> Fair enough. when you put yourself on like social media you hmm. really open yourself up to uh a lot of interesting questions from people shall we say yeah. yeah 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 and like i get a lot of like creators messaging me and they're like how do you do this and i'm like how the fuck do you think i learned google it <laughs> like they're like you know asking like a really simple and i get it I get why, because it's tempting to ask people, but in the same token, there is literally the internet. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit can answer anything better than I can. 
Yeah, like, yeah. And it would be a well thought out answer by someone who's probably put a lot of time and effort into it and will actually benefit from from you reading their article or watching their YouTube video because you know, they'll probably get paid from it. Like, yeah. I'm just sitting there probably trying to edit a video on myself and get like hundreds of questions thrown at me. Like, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do this? And it's like, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I want to train a full Google it, please. Because yeah. not only are you going to get a better, well thought out answer from somebody who actually knows what they're talking about, I just make shit up and hope that it sticks. Um, and that that person that, whose video or article that you're watching is probably also going to get paid for that and it benefits them as well for their hard work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Realistically, like as nasty as it sounds, more often than not, it's just actually just a pain in the ass. It's like you would get a better all-round experience if you just Googled it or went on YouTube. <laughs> That's how I learned everything. <laughs> there's there's yeah. so many tutorials and like yeah, everything. Are. Like, you know, like I get that some things there are things that you can Google and I have like quite a lot of people that like most of my like close friends in the industry, uh, if they ask me something and I think that I don't need to answer it, I will just respond with Google. Yeah, and yeah. That's just my personality. That's they know that I'm not trying to be nasty. They're just I I'm a firm believer that if you like apply yourself to learn something as opposed to just asking someone, you'll actually learn it better. Ah, uh, man, um, I do that with simple things as well. Do you know, like on Facebook, when people say things like I don't know. What 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 time's the game tonight? And I'm like Google. Like, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? You've took that all that time to put that on Facebook. You could have found out, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's mad, isn't it? Like, time to type that question. You can just put that into Google search. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you don't have to wait for Gary down the road, who's feeding his dog, <laughs> to answer you. You wait you for, your, for your for your for your Wi-Fi to kick in, and which is like a split second. It's mad. It's... I, I just, I've, I've never understood it, and it, it genuinely baffles me. Like, I just. Sometimes I just feel like people should maybe apply what they have learned to learn more. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a bit of common sense. I'm, just, I'm, I'm a miserable fuck, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It's a good answer, to be fair. It's a, it's a good answer. What do people normally answer to that? Because I, I, I can't imagine it's that brash, is it? Mate, it can be... Yeah, we've had some weird, weird ones, but we've... <laughs> <laughs> it make sense. I've had stuff where I'm like, I, I have no idea why that bothers you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, but you know, everyone gets bothered by different things. It's just yeah. like, I've got this, like a really weird thing about, <laughs> about people talking with a mouthful. And it's not that yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it doesn't necessarily, I don't want people to not do it as such. It gets in my mind and it really starts to upset me. And I'm just like, it's ticking over in my head. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And I don't like, I don't want, I don't want to abuse anyone and be like, just fucking. <laughs> but I'm like, Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. it just gets in my mind, but it really. Oh, I get you, bro. I get you. But yeah, I don't want to see it go around in a circle. Just want to me. We're going to see you on stream in a bit, chewing on something just to wind me up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come into, come into the stream about 45 minutes time. <laughs> And I'll be eating my lunch up. <laughs> All right, Brent. <laughs> uh, seriously, man. It's yeah, it's just one of those things. No, well, thank you both for for coming. A pleasure. It's been, uh, thank you for having us. No, nah, it's been a pleasure. It's nice to know a bit more about about you, about the business, uh, businesses, where you've come from, where you've got to, and what your plans are with <laughs> with your crazy shit going forward. So, um, yeah, thank you. It's only gonna get it's only gonna get more nuts from there. Yeah, man. Thank you both for coming on. I'll um I'll let you know as soon as uh, as soon as this goes out. But thank you everyone for for listening.